0: Hey guys, welcome to the Continue Podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game-related stuff. I'm Shanae Howard, and with me is Ryan Robinson.
1: Hey, how's it going? It's Ryan Robinson on the Continue Podcast, here in sunny California. It's 69 degrees at 420
0: a.m. Nice. Uh, This is to this week, and so it kind of leads us to the beginning. What have you been playing? What have you been doing?
1: Dude. Okay. So, um, I have some news. Uh, I have been successful in securing a PlayStation Five. Um. Is
0: it in in your um? Is it in your grasp yet, is, or is, not, is it on it the is, way?
1: It is not currently in my possession. Okay, but I have an order number. Okay, and uh, so I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting on it. To happen so one of my initial fears because this was a th- like i think this was like four four or five days ago when this happened
0: i thought you would say 420 again
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh i blazed it but uh so <laughs> so basically um i'm in a discord with uh my wife and i are in a discord with the with a few friends and one of the friends in that discord has been very good about every time uh, a restock announcement pops up on twitter he immediately like lets us know about it uh That's a good
0: friend to have
1: yeah so um and the last and obviously the last couple the last few times that you know we tried it just didn't work out uh we tried we tried uh, going through sony direct and uh they do it to where like you go if you go to the to their page um then like there's a countdown, so if you go to the page before the countdown expires, you will get a random place in the queue, and then mm-hmm. so you may, you have a, a just as good a chance as anyone else of getting, uh, getting a chance to buy one. So that never worked out, right? And so no. he not unless he
0: got bots.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it even I think even well, I don't know. I don't really know enough about that. Stuff I mean, I say, mean like. But...
0: I mean, I'm assuming it's similar to like shoe drops and other stuff, where if you get if you make bots or get a way to have multiple places in line, yeah, then yeah,
1: yeah. So that didn't work out like at all. And then, um, so he the like on the day of, he gave us he let us know that there was uh, that Walmart was having a restock. So um, I immediately went like my, both my wife and I both immediately went in and tried to tried to order it. Um, the first time I tried it, I didn't know where the continue button was, and so I just I just I couldn't proceed. The second he gave time, up. the second <laughs> The second time, I actually got it in the cart, but the continue button wasn't loading. So then, mm. by the time I by the time it did pop up, then it told me that it was sold out, and I was like, well, goddamn it. Like, I
0: hate that. Yeah,
1: and then the it's third... like
0: it was in my cart. Yeah, you can't take things out of my cart in a real yeah. store. <laughs> and so
1: then the third time we tried it, and then it was telling my wife that it was that it was sold out. And then I was like, and it wasn't even loading for me, so I was like, well, I mean, if it's sold out for you, it's sold out for me. But you know what? I'm just gonna try it just to do it. And then I got through it, and then it said, "Thank you for your order." And then and then so uh, our, our Walmart account is tied to her email address. So she checked her email, and they emailed her an order confirmation, and you know they didn't. That
0: it. sounds legit to me. Yeah. Sounds it, like you own a PS Five yeah, now.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> uh, so now it's just waiting. It's gonna be. It looks like it's gonna be a little while before they actually ship it, but I mean now I can stop trying and. Uh, but um, in the meantime, I've been playing Persona Five Royal, which um I have just finished the. I just, I've just finished Futaba's Palace, which is the, the pyramid nice. with all the Egyptian uh, stuff.
0: Yeah, S- Sakura, like, it is Sakura Futaba, and yeah, yeah, it's her own little mindscape. Yeah. Ooh, okay. No, I, uh, what do you think about that weed?
1: Okay, so th- I, this, so I'm about, now I'm about at the point I'm at when I stopped playing the, the vanilla version of the game, so I'm pretty much, I'm, I'm almost, I'm almost right there. Um, but I think that in the the couple of years that it's been since I played that portion, because I think like my, my the way I think about um about childhood trauma and things like that has changed in the last couple of years, and so like revisiting that uh, revisiting that uh that part of the story was like I was like oh man I feel so bad for her because this is really fucked up, um. Shit's fucked
0: up. It starts off with, like, Anne's best friend getting sexually harassed yeah, and all so of that.
1: that, that, yeah, that <laughs> the, the, the game doesn't, like, the game doesn't really waste any time with immediately getting dark. Um, but it does a good job of also providing, of balancing that with, uh, with a good amount of levity. And, you know, I've gotten to the point where, you know, when I talk about that game, people talk about how much they hate Ryuji. And I'm here to say that Ryuji is my friend, and I love him. It's
0: Ryuji! He's a good boy. He does his best. Is he the most useful? Not always. Yeah. No. I mean, but look, he's, that's not his fault. His character was made that way. He's
1: not. Look, Ryuji's not very bright. He's, he's, a very, he's, he's not very bright. He's very emotional. But you know what? He's loyal, and he tries hard all of the time. And I kind of wish Morgana would chill out on calling him an idiot all the time, because it's starting to piss me off. But,
0: Morgana's is a bit of a jerk, to be honest. Yeah. But like,
1: like Morgana is constantly radiating nice guy vibes. So just, you know. But uh, I,
0: but also like, wh- whoever does not like Ryuji, come at me. Yeah. Like he, like he immediately is down. Someone's hurt. Let's do this shit. Like he's 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 down to ride. Like he's yeah. down for everything. He's such a good boy.
1: Yeah, he's a really <laughs> a really good kid. Um, also. Uh my um i've been watching my wife play a lot of Children of Morta. I don't know if you've heard of that.
0: Uh this sounds really familiar, but I don't have any finger reference. So, so no, I don't basically know basically
1: it. it's a uh, it's kind of a it's a it's a roguelike with um that's uh it's got a narrative that's about this uh, this family. Do you, what's the family's name? The Bergsons. It's about this family called named the Bergsons and they are They are, um, tasked with stopping some kind of encroaching darkness and, uh, (laughs) and it's just the, the story from what I've observed so far, it tell, it like focuses a lot on, you know, death and rebirth and also like familial ties and closeness and, 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 you know, affection and love between family members and stuff like that. So it seems really neat. Um, and it has, like, different characters, different members of the family have different skills that, uh, uh, in, in battle, so each of them plays differently. And if, it appears that the game, in some ways, forces you to play different ones by some kind of fatigue system. So one family member gets tired, so you got to choose another one. But it looks cool so far, and I'd like to...
0: People, people need their naps.
1: Yeah, sometimes they do. <laughs> um, I've also been playing a game called... Uh, called... Curse of the I think it's what is it called? Curse of the dead gods, I think. I can't i I can't remember what it is exactly. Um let me let me actually let me actually find out. Hey, do you have my Curse
0: of the Dead Gods? Curse, also doing that. Um Curse of, oh, yeah, Curse of the
1: Dead Gods. Got it.
0: <clears throat> yeah, no, you
1: got
0: it. Uh, uh sorry, I was just I was gonna ask if you watched the Monster Hunter direct, but no, keep going with the Curse of Gods.
1: Uh so basically it's another it's a so i'm gonna tell you right now that this is i don't know what suddenly has me interested in playing all these roguelikes but um it's basically like it's one of those games that like it brushes kind of up against that eldritch horror shit that people call lovecraftian uh like it has a lot of that sort of vibe to it um i
0: mean i mean yeah it's like eldritch horror meets cosmic yeah. horror, then that's Lovecraft. Yeah. So, so, I mean, like, even though he's a, he's a racist and a bad guy, people so, do know what you mean by the term.
1: Well, see, I've, I, I said a few, uh, maybe a couple of months ago, that instead of saying Lovecraftian when I'm referring to any kind of fiction that uh, possesses those qualities, I think just Eldritch Horror is fine for me, because I don't have to say his name. And then then I reserve saying Lovecraftian For anything in the world, literary or otherwise, that I deserve to be racist, so, um, so you know, so if I say
0: reclaim that, reclaim that term, yeah, Uh,
1: (laughs) I will do what I can Uh, to like run that man's name further into the mud. But
0: um, I mean, like Lovecraft uh, Country and other places are doing a good job. They're they're putting the word they're putting the word out there. I also just really like the uh, term cosmic horror. I think that that's it a good sound, term. It just
1: sounds cooler than Lovecraftian, honestly. And yeah, also, it, also, like, also like naming naming an entire genre after the after like maybe he like okay, let's say he he invented it or whatever, but he's also like the worst writer in the genre, so he doesn't get to have it anymore. So, um,
0: I I, I haven't read uh, a whole bunch of his stuff to really speak upon that for myself. Like I've read uh, *Dakin* and I think like one other short story. Um, so like even then, like, I don't even really know what Cthulhu is. I know he's like the big Eldritch god. It does not matter. Not yeah. the point. Uh but uh yeah. I follow you on that. Yeah. I also I also just don't know Lovecraft enough to say something is like Lovecraftian unless it is like I to use that term how like colloquially like how other people do. Like unless it is for sure like based off Lovecraft and I know this.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I the way <laughs> The way I've seen people being uh, using it is that is if it has if it has tentacles in it and people are going crazy in it, then it's Lovecraft. That's that's what people that's how people always use it. But uh, but this game is actually like it's pretty cool. So, um, you are you are familiar with with um, with Dead Cells? Like you. You've
0: uh, yeah, it? I'm familiar with it. I haven't played it, but I, I'm familiar okay. with it. Yes. Yeah.
1: So it's kind of. In some ways like that, where, like, um, you go from room to room and, if, like, you're fighting bad guys and, like, sometimes in a room you can, like, boost your attributes or find a new weapon stuff like that. Uh, the thing about going into every... The thing about going from room to room is in order to open the door to the next room, um, your character has to take a, a little bit more of a curse into himself and that kind of... And then so... As, you, as that curse level builds, then you'll have more debilitating effects levied on your character, and those things are procedurally generated. Um, so sometimes, like, you'll take more damage, or sometimes you'll have a harder time perceiving when an enemy <clears> is going <throat> to attack you, things like that.
0: Kind of like with Darkest Dungeon, the insanity or, like, you might prevail sort of thing. Like, it's different yeah. things that it does. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so... Um, it's it's got a neat little uh, it's got a neat little uh, mechanic to its combat. So basically, the more enemies you can kill uh, consecutively without getting hit, uh, and without this little timer ticking down, like the more money you the more money you gain or gold you gain from from killing enemies. Um, and you do like
0: combos. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> this is kind of like oh, roguelike. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but, but it's, like, it's also that... really, it's also really hard because I, I don't know if it's just me, but I have a hard time with... Because, uh, like, especially when there's, like, more than, like, three or four enemies on the screen, I have a hard time figuring out who's about to attack me. Because one-on-one, you can see, like, the little indicator that
2: mm. that pops
1: up when they're about to attack you. But, like, when you're focusing on one guy, it's kind of hard to see that another guy's about to hit you. And... um, But, like, you have... Like, you can parry attacks. Is there attacks. A
0: ways to, like... Is there ways to like crowd control so that would be easier in the rooms that you're in?
1: And that, that, that really depends on like the kind of, it depends on like what's in the room. Like some rooms have traps that you can use to your advantage. Um, but sometimes you have like a weapon that has like a wide, like it has a, like a wide attack radius. Um, mm. And so as your, like your loadout is basically you have, your, you have your main weapon, you have your secondary weapon. And the main weapon from what I've seen is usually like throwing knives or swords or uh, things like that. And... Secondary weapons I've seen range from, like, from pistols to whips to shields, things like that, um, and you kind of mix and match those as you, as you find different weapons, um.
0: Um, do, do it only shield and bull whip. that's all I want.
1: <laughs> I mean, if I, 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 I do it, but, like, it, it doesn't ever seem to, like, <laughs> it doesn't ever seem to, um, to, to put those two things together for me, um and I think, and so the last game that I've been playing, well, the, okay, the other, okay, one of the other games I've been playing is this game called West of Dead, Uh, Elevator Pitch, it's basically like, if you took, let's, if you took, um, I would say that um, Curse of the Dead Gods is similar to Dead Cells, but I would say Curse of, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I would say West of Dead is literally Dead Cells if you made it isometric and added cover-based shooting instead of melee combat to it, um, and it's it's neat. It it actually it actually works really well. Uh, you play it and like like you play as this undead cowboy who is trying to find his way to the afterlife because he's stuck in Purgatory, Wyoming, which is like oh yeah, so oh
0: which is the same thing as Purgatory. Yes.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's <laughs> it, it is neat though because like one of the things that I like about it is that. The shooting is really fun, and like they, like going from cover to cover, it feels really good. The challenge does ramp up as you get deeper into like these dungeons and stuff, but it always does like it does feel responsive and, and really fun. And also, your character is voiced by Ron Perlman, who I feel is nice. I feel like that's really awesome. Um, and yeah, and if I have
0: to if I have to listen to like a voice. Uh, for hours and hours, I I would yeah, I would pick Ron Brawman out of the like, that was an option. I'm like, yeah, no, that's that that's what I want.
1: Yeah, it's 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 really neat, and it's got like a really neat vibe to it. It's got like kind of like a weird, almost comic book look to it. Um, so it's it's really cool, and I think. The, and the last game I've been playing is this game called Valheim. I don't know if I mentioned it on the show before. I think um, you have. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Valheim is just open world kind of uh, survival slash crafting uh game yeah
0: you have
1: yeah um that game is i honestly don't know if i have the mind for these kind of games because it's really tough uh to like because it wants you to like account for like structural integrity of your house like if you build your house the wrong way then a strong gust of wind could blow that shit over or if you build it like with a weak foundation then it might fall over depending on what's in the house and so um, oh, that
0: sounds like my kind of shit. Very, yeah. Oh, is it tedious? Oh, love that. Yeah, and, love um, it. <laughs> if, uh,
1: I know that you've been. As far as I, I don't think that it's gonna come out anywhere besides computer. But like the game looks, the game definitely has the look of a late era PlayStation One game. But it, de- but it really works. It, it works for the game, and I think the, and I think that um, like the overall kind of tone and vibe of the game is lent better to that. But. Um, but it, it's, it's really cool. And, like, so, I mean, the system requirements are, like, super low. So, I mean, basically, like, most anybody who has a computer can probably uh, load it up and play it. It's really neat. Um, it's only, like, it's crazy because the game is huge. and has all these systems to it. Like, it has all these systems with the crafting and the combat and, like, leveling your stats. Like, it has – it accounts for stats that I never even think about. Like, you have a stat for how, for how good you can jump. How well you can run, how well you can chop down trees, and it has all these other different stats, and like all this stuff in the game is like within like a one gigabyte file size, which is nuts to me. Like I don't remember the last time I played a game that was like as, that was as small as that. But the game is huge. It keeps you know it keeps like I mean expanding on itself. Gra- you
0: know? <laughs> I mean if you get, if you got PlayStation One era graphics, it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, and I think and it- also like if you're doing Going to a game with that many um, metrics and um, like percentages and things that you need to like pay attention to, I feel like the crowd that's in like that is like I love this shit does not give a shit about the graphics.
1: Yeah, like I think I think that like and I and that's the thing too, right? Is because like what like we like people have been playing Minecraft for like the last decade and a half, right? And so yeah, like, you know, and you know, and so I think that like that,
0: that's not a pretty game.
1: Yeah, so I think. <laughs> I think when you get to the, I think we're at the point now, because I, I do, I have said that, like, there's going to be a point where, because I think that games can only look so good, right? And then, like, at a certain point, games can only look so good. Like, we're going to get, there's we're going to hit a plateau somewhere, right? And I think that, I think that focusing efforts elsewhere outside of, like, trying as hard as you can to make this game look awesome, but instead, like, just make the game as fun as possible...
0: Yeah, like mechanically sound and fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. so I, I or
0: think... if or if it's not mechanically sound, make all the bugs fun.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, but like it's it's cool. It's like I've been playing it solo, but apparently it's got like it's 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 got multiplayer. You know, people can can uh, can can play together, and it's got some it's got some kind of PVP system in it. So I don't know. It's 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 a neat little game, and it only cost me like thirteen dollars. So. And apparently, like that—that that, uh, the game was made by like five people, and they've sold like three million copies. So like now they're fuck yeah, yeah. So, I love
0: what I hear little little te- teams doing big shit.
1: Yeah, like uh, I hadn't heard of this. I hadn't heard of the game before a couple of weeks ago, and then like one day, like I heard one person mention it, and then like the following week, like like it was all the people were talking about. So it's a neat game, and I, I'm I'm definitely interested in putting more time into it, but. um... Yeah, that's that's <clears throat> me. What about you?
0: <clears throat> yeah, I uh, I asked it earlier, but um, I saw that there was going to be uh, a Monster Hunter like direct thing today. Did you happen to watch it?
1: I didn't. Um, so I don't know. I I'm just I'm so dumb about shit like this because like I try to like if if there's a like, thing that I'm looking forward to, then I'm just like I want to be surprised by everything when that thing comes out and so like when people are like people are talking about the regularly no I didn't I didn't watch it cuz I cuz I cuz I am still a consumer who who enjoys being surprised by the products that I buy so um
0: I mean that's I mean do you Boo? Yeah. Uh, we, we've talked a lot about informed buying but okay
1: yeah. Well like I uh, but I, I mean
0: I, I I mean to be fair I also didn't watch it I mean I made time to watch that Oprah like Harry and Meghan interview but I did not watch that.
1: Yeah that sounds like time well spent <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was. It okay. was. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, but as far as me, though, this week, um, playing the same things I've normally been playing like uh, lately, like Fire Emblem, uh, Codex Realize, um, trying to stay away from Outlanders. Uh,
1: I almost downloaded that last week, but then I got really busy at work and decided against it
0: good um so like I've you know I've been reading a little bit more this week and uh more than I usually do and with like a couple books that I've kind of like put down and like picked up um and I was like in some like reading uh like subreddit groups that I'm in and somebody brought up the point of like that some people you know they reread the same book over and over again yeah. because they favor- They love it. But also because, like, when you have, um, like, if you are a very anxious person or if you are feeling anxiety, like that, like, you know what happens in the story. And it's a type of, like, medium where, or like hobby, where you can feel more grounded because of that. And it really got me thinking to, like, how I play video games in particular. Yeah. Because I do tend to, if I stick to one, I tend to like get really into it. And then like I just replay it forever. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. I've like, I've been like replaying my games and kind of been thinking about them with like that. But I've also, but um, I've been reading like three books. Um, and... Or not rereading. I've been reading three books that I've been trying to get on. And then I also have been um, really caught up in Pennyworth. Okay, and I just binged it. It is, um, is it on the... Epic's, yeah,
1: and I, it I is that. the the show about Alfred. The...
0: Yes, <laughs> it is so good. Somebody told me that they don't like superhero stuff loved it, and I was like, yeah. I've never heard of this. Let me give it a try. Started an Epic seventy trial, and then binged the hell out of it, and it's so good. So, what is it
1: like a is it like a prequel?
0: So, um, it's kind of like. So it is like a prequel, in some senses, um, but it's kind of like Gotham, where it's like about Batman universe, but like there's no like direct comic book co- correlation. There's like things picked from there, and then there's also just TV things added. There's no real like time, and so a lot of the uh, a lot of the technology isn't really consistent, like. You have these nineteen fifties cars, but like this one person has a cell phone and they use it. Like, and that that happens in Gotham. That does not happen nearly as much, like nearly as much as inconsistency technology wise. But um, yeah, but it's about Alfred. um, Goes into some of like his war stuff. Um, Him and Thomas Wayne meet. It's very much based off of um, British spy movies and TV shows. Right. And you can see the influence. And there's some things that are just so super silly, like, because it fits that trope, and they, like, harp on it. Like, there's a part where he's, like, coming from a burning building and and holding the queen, and he's just, like, (laughs) And it's just, like, exploding around him, but, like, everybody else died, and, like,
2: uh, ugh.
0: So, like, it had, like, that moment, but, like, where it's just, like, these things, but it's also just really good and well-written, and I love it. Like, I... So, essentially, I mean, it's in the first episode, but essentially there's, like, you're in England, and sometime before, uh, and there is, like, the British government, and then there is these no-name league, and then the Raven Society, and Raven Society is very staunch, like, conservative. And then, like, the Noting League, they, uh, like, are very, like, liberal. And that's whole thing going on. But, like, that just sets, sets the stage. Like, uh, like Thomas Wayne shows up. Uh, Martha, she's a Kane at this point. Because she isn't married. Or, like, that shows up. Like, they haven't gotten together. Uh, like, it's all just very, like, spy intrigue stuff going on. But also, like, you see... Alfred be pretty brutal and badass.
1: Cool, I like that. Uh, yeah,
0: no, would highly recommend. Um, so I've been to that, and then uh, I've, and then, um, yeah, I was really. I haven't been playing that many video games this week.
1: Um, you know, it's funny that you said something about like re- about people who read the same books over and over because I think about how like how many times i've watched the office and like i think about like well i know what i know what's gonna happen but like that's why that's why this is like such a that's why it's a comfort show you know and like yeah
0: and like i know these things but having it spelled out in a different perspective sometimes is like eye-opening in the way that you consume the media that you're doing like you're yeah. yeah
1: um and like my wife has friends who uh like she has a friend who like, he'll, he buys new games all the time, but he's still, like, even after buying those games, he'll, he'll just go back and uh, beat God of War for the 30th time. <laughs> uh, just because, like, he likes it that much, I guess. Um, it was a good...
0: Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, there's something to be said about that. And it kind of, like, also leads a little bit into our topic today, which is, like, are video games still fun? <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh,
0: And, yeah, I think... And I try to think about, like, the games that I tend to, like, stick with, like, super hard on a franchise or, like, the game itself and keep replaying it. And, like, yeah, like, the, like the Kingdom Hearts games. Like, I I know that Sora isn't going to die. I know yeah. that Mickey and all the beloved Disney people aren't going to die. Like, I know how to play those games because they're made for babies. Um, I do love the Final Fantasy series as a whole, um and they're pretty and they they're generally pretty similar there are like deviants here and there um but like i still find a lot of fun and joy in that comfort like i like maybe it isn't like the most fun like i do when i play like uh like uh zombie army or like i've been playing uh me and sean are gonna play halo sometime this week and like i have with that that's like that even though like i I haven't played all those Halo games, so that is something new for me, and I have fun like doing that and finding new things. But like, I I have a lot of fun in like comfort playing.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think about it like this. Um, I've had this conversation a few times over the last month or so, but I was thinking about how I've been playing video games for about thirty years now. And in that time, there was never a period where I just didn't feel like playing video games. Like, I've been playing them most days of my life every day <laughs> for, for, for 30 years. And, and I think about, like... I think about what still compels me to play them after such a long period of time. And... And I think about like, even though I'm, I'm playing video games every day, I'm not always actively having a good time while playing video games. Like I'm like, sometimes I'm just, I'm playing a game because I need something to do, like to occupy myself. Right. But like, it's not something that like I'm, I'm engaged with are, or, or, you know, particularly enjoying at that moment in time.
0: or getting any sort of satisfaction or happiness or anything like positive yeah. out of it. Um,
1: and I think that like, and so like. While, while I, you know, find myself always kind of gravitating toward that activity, like, I'm, I feel like I'm, like, there are times where I'm just playing video games just because, like, I know that's what I do, right? And. Uh, <laughs> that is the default <deep> Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's like that's my default <laughs> mode, right? And, like, and it's even, like, it's even to the point where, like, I'm, it's even at, like, where, like if I'm watching a TV show or watching a movie or something, then I'll find a device with a separate screen so that I can play a video game while I'm doing that thing. Or vice versa, right? Because, like, I think of, I think of times where I would be playing World of Warcraft or Elite Dangerous or Final Fantasy 14, And while I'm playing those games, I'm consuming, like, a separate media, right? Like, I remember, like... God, six years ago, six like five or six years ago, I went. I I was playing Final Fantasy XIV, and I watched all of HBO's The Wire while playing that game. Like I had, I had my phone set up in front of me while I played the game, right? And so, like, it's funny because like I want to watch The Wire, but I'm playing this video game to give me something to do while I watch The Wire, right? Um, And so I think about like. Do, am i do i still actively have fun playing video games or do i continue to play video games because that's just what i do uh and i think it's kind of both
0: uh, yeah but i also like when you're used to a amount like, at a certain amount of, like, stimuli in your life, which, like, playing video games, if you are playing a new game or something that, like, takes, like, your focus, like, you can get into it and, like, you have trained your brain to, like, focus and stuff like that because of, like, repeated performances. Right. <clears throat> and so, like, I do think that there's times, like, yes, because of that, because you have now ingrained those muscle memories, like, especially game like, RPG, uh, like, MMOs. Yeah. Where it's so tedious... Most of the time, yeah. The uh, word of the podcast, apparently. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, you can watch it because, like, even so, like, even things like TV shows and movies that I really want to watch, like Penny, uh, like Penny, with like her, I was just going on about. I am watching that, and I quite often have to put down my switch because I'm playing, like, I'm doing some like Fire Emblem stuff that I've done like a billion times. And I'm like, yeah. all right, no, I, I wanna, I wanna actually see this. Yeah. I, and I mean, it's eighty times eleven, whatever you want to call it, uh, like as far as that goes. But like, I do also like double screen it up, two different things. Yeah. Multitask all the time, and I don't necessarily think that it's like, necessarily, it's not because I'm not having fun. It's because my brain is just wants like more. Yeah. And, and it's, it is a skill to like turn that off and like to focus on the thing that's in front of you. And I don't think that it's necessarily like you aren't having fun playing games because you're watching the wire or like the default. I do think it's just like a MMOs. So, so much dead time or sure. times doing these, just clicking the same thing for about four hours. Yeah. So like those, I feel like they make it easier. Like I, <clears throat> anything like, anything about like quick time or like, we can pause it and stuff. Like also I like, there are certain like games I have on my phone specifically for like, when I want to binge something,
2: yeah. <laughs> like
0: I'll just play, I'll just play those games while I binge just cause like I need to do like something. I, I, I don't put effort into the skill and focusing on one thing. Yeah. But <clears throat> I mean, even then, though, like we talk about comfort on that, and I'm like, I don't really think that that's fun. Is I don't know if that's necessarily fun either. I mean, I say it is because that's what I've been thinking about since you uh like brought up the topic, and I don't know, it's hard to define exactly. I mean, it's hard to define exactly what's fun, especially as an adult,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I think that. I, so one of the things that has kind of uh, that that has kind of sort of um, kept me ruminating on this for a while is I think about when I was a kid and how how few choices I had relatively speaking as far as what video games I was gonna play in a given time because the amount of games that I would that I would come into possession of was 100% reliant on however much money my mom gave me to buy the game. Uh, So, you know, I would have to find a way to stretch games out for months and months and months and months. (laughs) Um, And then I, but I think about now where I can buy my own games and there are times where you know, I look at the uh, I look at the video games that I have, uh, and I'm just like, man, I just can't, I can't figure out what I want to play. You know, I can't like, what game do I want to play? You know, and and I'll go into this game, and I'm like, no, I'm not feeling it. I will go to this game, no, I'm not feeling it. You know, but I, what I, the only thing that I know is while I'm not, while I'm not being grabbed by any of the games that i'm trying i know that i want to play a video game right that right then and there i want to play a video (laughs) game in that moment um and so i think about like then my mind sort in those times my mind drifts off to well let me look at the store and see what's there and then that turns into okay well like what do i want because I've played all, i played so many different kinds of games. Like, what do I want, right? And so I think about like what am, what do I want out of a game, and what like what do I want that I think can give me enjoyment over a long period of time. And there was a point where what I wanted was like a huge space game that I could just throw myself into. Um, that's what I wanted, right? And then I spent literally months in search of this in search of a very specific space game that I could that I could just engross myself in and it was always just like every time I thought I found it it just that wasn't it right and then I would then I would go back to the games that I have and to think about how much I want that game and you know I think that what drives me the most is my love for the medium as a whole I think um, because in the last few months, one of the things that like I find myself doing, which is not something that I've done since I was a kid, uh, one of the things I find myself doing is kind of,, um, I'm daydreaming about games again. Um, I'm finding myself like, I never is it, since I was a kid, I have not put myself in the the role of the of the protagonist, right? and, like, or, like, absorbed their exploits as my own in a way that, like, that I fantasize with in my brain.
0: The space explorer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's, 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 and, like, I, and I, I started think I think to myself about how long it's been since I've done that. And I wonder, like, I wonder, is this the first time that I'm truly, like, really, like having fun with my games at this point because like i'm actually thinking about like like i'll be i'll be sitting here like i'm watching like a movie or watching tv or something and i'm thinking about like man i'm gonna get back to that game because i i feel cool when i when i'm like for like with persona 5 right like i feel cool like i'm gonna go into the palace and i'm still the treasure and, i'm gonna
0: hang over for Yuji, my yeah, boy Yeah, <laughs> and just like,
1: you know I, I i find myself like daydreaming about that and like thinking about that in that term not like I turn this game on. I'm gonna play it, and I'm gonna bed. I'm thinking about like the adventure that I'm gonna have, and it's 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 something that, like I said, I haven't done since I was, since I was much younger. And I'm wondering, like, is this me finding the fun in video games again? Um, that's because that's what it feels like.
0: Yeah. Well, also like Persona Five. Is great. Well, Persona Vanilla or Persona Five Vanilla is like great. I also have been like since we talked about last week. I've if, I can pull up some of my tabs right now. Um, like on my uh, on my phone, are like looking at different persona stuff, yeah. and looking at the differences between royal and like regular five. I'm just like, yeah. But also, like, do you think that some of it has to do with the fact that you are using a guide? Because I also was thinking about that too. Mm. Uh, the times that I have used a guide. <clears throat> And like had fun with it, and like kind of like goes back to the anxiety thing, you know, just kind of like, do, like, well, like you know, just like what if perspectives, like, is this the reason why? And I think that like that also, like, sometimes I do have a lot more fun with the guide because I know it's going to happen, so I can just enjoy the ride.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so like, I... Or,
0: I or like I need, I know where I need to go. I don't have to like, I can just enjoy what's happening without like having to like, well, what do I need to do? Like, what's yeah. that there?
1: Yeah. So. You know, my th- my feeling, my thinking about guides has changed substantially, like since starting, uh, since since starting to using this guide for Royal, because like I feel like now, like there are games that I can feel, I can really feel like I can start like enjoying, like in a in a like a, in a real like substantial way that I wasn't able to before, and I think so. Like like you brought up with me using a guide for for Royal, like it's like every single day was just like well, I could do this or I could also do this and, or, but I'm going to miss out on this. And like the idea of missing out on something because I chose to do something else was just like, it was too much. And it took me forever to get, like, I think that if I weren't using a guide right now, I think that I wouldn't, I think I would still be on like the second palace right now.
0: And honestly, like that feeling, whenever like you do find out info, we're like, oh shit! Like I could have done all these things, or I'm like, oh, like or later I find out, I'm like, oh, like I'm a fourth of the g- or a third of the way through my game, and like specifically Persona. Yeah, uh, I think I restarted it the first time I try to play it. Because then I found out about, like, what these things are. And that's honestly what drove me to, like, A, love it as much, and B, do New Game Plus, is looking at other guides after I finish it or when I was really close. Yeah. And being like, shit, I could do all these things. So, yeah. like, being excited and going into it, like, I don't know. Like, I, I've used, I mean, I've talked before about how with the first Wable Default game, like, I tried to make a guide for that because like I but at that point like I had already read a lot of guides off and on for other games and yeah like the ones at like GameStop and other like stores that like had the pictures and were the official ones of course they look nice and were helpful but I do genuinely love like especially those like long-term like RPGs and stuff like looking at the guides and seeing where like where I need to put my thought into and which things I can just ignore and I don't get that like feeling of missing out. Yeah. Or, like, then I'm an idiot.
1: Yeah. And so, like, and that's one of the things, like, I, I don't know. I, for some reason, before I thought that if I used a guide for a game, that was taking away from it, right? But, like, I, the way that using a guide has enhanced my enjoyment of Persona 5, I think about all these other games that I haven't played because they felt too overwhelming for me. Like, I'm thinking about going back and I'm thinking about starting up Sekiro again by using a guide. And they're like, okay, well now this guy will tell me like do I need to gr- do I need to grind at this section? And okay, and do I go to this area or go to this area? And so I, it's still
0: it's still you doing it. You yeah, just like I like I, still I, have like to I do want the shit. I want the guides that tell me like what to focus on. not necessarily like what to do per se, like in exact detail. Yeah. But just tell me generally what Oh, that's this in this area, and I got to do this. Okay, yeah. I'll go do that. Like, don't tell me how, like, I mean, if I want if I can't be the boss or whatever is there, maybe I'll go more into the guide and see how to beat it. But normally, I just like look at there, and that takes a lot of like the stress out of like a lot of video games for me. Yeah,
1: because like then I can just focus on enjoying it, right? And that, and so, so that's, I think, one of the things that has been helping me and making me feel <clears throat> more empowered, especially like when we're talking about like larger games that take up like that are real time investment right like the games that are over like i'm 90 hours into persona 5 at this point and yeah. and like so i'm thinking like and but it's it's been going so smoothly for me like it's not 90 hours of me trying to figure out what the fuck i'm doing uh and so well. you know I, I wonder like how much is it how many how many games have i been missing out on because i was just a, i was i was too overwhelmed to play them uh you know, and like yeah. I like I'm someone who enjoys souls likes I, I love I love Bloodborne. I love I've I've played through two of the three Dark Souls games without guides. But like I think about like I think about going back to each of those games like, well, let me play through with a guide and see what that's like, you know.
0: Um, yeah, like so I bought Birdo Dark Souls 2 uh, Dark Souls 2 and I also bought him uh, the strategy guy that goes with it. Like he wasn't like a big strategy guide person. But, um, I think he kept it as like a bathroom book and yeah. when he was playing the game and like going in there he's like, cause with, you know, like dark souls, it's not like linear. You can go to different areas. So that one was like su- nice for him because then he could just like see what's around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I, you know, I'm, I'm now, I feel really good about the idea of using guides. Whereas I felt before, like it detracted from the, from the enjoyment of it, but I'm, but I, what I found is that like, I'm enjoying the story just as much and not only but like and it's also because like i don't have this nagging feeling in the back of my head that i fuck something up like, or you're missing
0: or, something like, or that, you skipped something
1: yeah and but i but to be fair i have run into like my fair you know i've run into some some issues with that like i i used a guide uh i used another guide for the game and um it wasn't the guide wasn't very clear on certain things and i ended up Mm. missing i totally ended up totally missing a thing uh in the game so i was like well well i want to get everything so i guess i gotta start over um but other than that you know but like i think about like like so i think like i'm looking at um um like frontier developments these are the people who make Elite dangerous so they've been posting they've been posting things about their new update that's coming out They're they're opening they're starting alpha for uh, the new update called Odyssey, which is the update that lets you get out of the ship and, like, actually walk around, which is something that we haven't been able to do in the six years that the game has been that, – that the game has been out. So that's really exciting. But, like, what's exciting about it for me is I'm thinking – like, again, it goes back to me, you know, daydreaming about video games again, where, like, I'm daydreaming about, like, all these things that I'm going to do, like, as, like, when I get out of my ship, I'm going to be – I'm going to be, like, exploring Cause... and excavating treasures and shit like that and – um, cause you,
0: cause you've been really enjoying No Man's Sky more than most, yeah. <laughs> and you've also like, and and you have put years into the Elite Dangerous. Let's yeah. not act like it's like, like if we're gonna like count how many hours. Let's not say it's days about, or months. <laughs> however many, however
1: many days, eight hundred and fifty hours is, yeah.
0: Um. Uh. Uh. But uh, honestly, like, with that update, it sounds like it kind of me- meshes what you enjoy about no man's sky with the original space game in your heart Yeah, so <laughs> uh, and maybe not like obviously do everything that no man's sky can do you would right. probably still enjoy it but not to detract from it but have more of those elements in, the, in another game that you like it does sound really exciting
1: yeah so I think that like when I think about like am I still having fun with video games it, it's like my enjoyment of video games has kind of taken sort of like a meta layer to it because um my enjoyment of the game is both because of the game and also outside of the game and i'll give you an example so you know with no man's sky right like i when they added the when they added like a the they added the uh a storyline that really focuses on you know the nature like the nature of you know, existence and exploration and the cost of discovery and shit like that. And I took that from the game and then I started, then that led me to thinking a lot about that, like, independently, like, outside of playing the game. But then I go back, like, after pondering those things, I go back into the game and, like, these are the things that I'm cognizant of the entire time and it, it pulls me in even you know, even more. And I think that I think that the reason why that's more of a thing for me now than it has been in years past is because I think that I'm just become more I be I'm taking more introspection when it comes to video games at this point and using and with engaging with that has made it so that I kind of I feel these experiences more directly. And in turn, that has been enhancing my enjoyment of these games. And there was a period of time where I was just like, There's a period of time where like I was, I was a little concerned, I guess, I don't know if concern is the right word, but um, I thought about like, well, like, am I, pl- like is, am I playing these games because I want to? or am I playing video games because that's just something that Ryan has been doing for 30 years. And at this point, like why stop? Um, and I wasn't sure what the answer was. Um,
0: it probably, I mean, it's definitely both because people like what they're good at. And if you've built your muscle memory for your brain and like your body and stuff to do certain tasks, there is just like, you know, an extra dopamine hit for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know,
0: and, and... not that not that you can't enjoy anything else, but yeah. I feel like I, I don't I I don't feel like it's a negative thing to do things that's your default mode, like play video games, read a book. Yeah. As long as it's not hurting yourself. I mean my default is just doubt myself, which is a terrible thing to do. Uh <laughs> uh But you know, like, yeah, as long as it's something like harmful, like yeah. if your default's meth, you probably should stop that.
1: Yeah, it's not good. It's not good.
0: But if it's but if it's playing Elite Dangerous, like just go do it. Yeah. Like I as long as as long as you're still getting those dopamine hits and it's not like dep- I mean I mean if you have depression, anything you do is depression playing or depression doing anything yeah. like that. I mean don't yeah, I guess I like, just don't ignore uh, your base needs and sure. mental health needs in your code.
1: Yeah. I don't know where I'm getting out with it. <laughs> so like how I don't I am so I think you and I have been playing video games for an equal percentage of each of our lives. Uh, I think, like, we've both been engaged oh, in video games would... since childhood. Um, I mean,
0: I would say, like, you've definitely... I mean, anybody who listens to this podcast knows, like, you and Tommy have definitely played a more variety of games. And even then, like, the games that I have played, I have a shit memory, and I'm a goldfish. So, like, half of them I forget until I replay them. Right. Uh. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, I know. like, there's... I... Definitely, I've had times in my life I mean, where I've gone, like, a year or two without really playing video games too terribly much. I don't think I've ever, like, just, I mean, I don't, I can't think of a time besides whenever I didn't, ha- before I started working, where well, I played video games every single day for, like, a month. But, um, <clears throat> no, but I definitely feel like there's times where I am, am I just... Doing these things because it's what I always do, and it's always like a worrisome thing. It's like, am I am I pushing myself? Am I actually like fulfilled by the actions that I'm doing? And I think that with video games being so vast and being like great, that I don't know. I just never have that fear for you with with you and video games.
1: Um, I think one of the one of the points of validation for me in that respect is that. And when I think about, like, I was telling I was telling my wife that, like, when I secure... Like, I was thinking about, like, how we, you know, we have that PlayStation 5 coming. And I've said before, like, maybe a few years back, that, like, new hardware is always exciting to me. But, like, a lot of the time... Excuse me. A lot of the time when I'm saying that, I'm talking about, like... I mean, yes, I'm talking about... Um, new consoles but like more often it's new like gadgets and shit like and you know but i was thinking about like how like man getting one of like getting one of those things and like i was like oh man there's these games that i can play and getting excited about the games that i can that i'm going to be able to play and the games that like i thought i was not going to be able to play and maybe missing out on for a for a specific period of time and like getting to and being excited about you know, what's next in the, lo- in, like, the next year or so, like. New
0: possibilities are great. Yeah. Having more options open to you is a very exciting thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, like, I think about, like, well, if I weren't, ex- if, if, if video games weren't exciting to me anymore, then I might just, it might be something that I'm not thinking about near constantly, right? And I think that, like, I think about how, like, even now, at 36 years old, that, when I think of my weekend the, like my week like I think like one of the things that I think about with my weekend is like man I can be able to play all these video games or the next or the next 72 hours and that's really that's really awesome for me and, <laughs> and I think about like when when I think about like a vacation you know a lot of times when people like to talk about vacation they're like well I want to go travel to this place or that place but like for me it's like relaxing at home and playing as many video games as I want, and like the vacation, I, yeah. And the idea of playing video games is still very exciting to me. And I think that what it comes down to is that it's not that video games aren't fun to me anymore. It's that I don't feel like people have been making video games that are fun to me. Um, the video
0: game fatigue, which is a real thing. I mean, what? Uh, I mean we just when you to have so many options cuz yeah. like when you when you are a kid you are like limited so it, and also it's just like more exciting cuz it's new. Like these games that you're playing, you have built up such a mental repertoire of like and catalog of games that you have played, touched or like seen played or like have some sort of interaction with that all these like new games when you look at the store and browse like you have something to reference it to. So it isn't as exciting. Yeah. Cuz it's something that you know or maybe you already own.
1: Yeah. 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 So like I look at something, and I'm like, well, that's a familiar concept. Like I, I can look at that and I could, I could use, I could reference it. It's like, oh yeah, I played this game, which just seems like that's what this is. And yeah. So <clears throat> and I think that's one of the things that like is most exciting to me at this point, when it comes to video games, like when someone gives me like a new concept or something that makes it feel refreshing or like a new configuration of existing concepts that makes it feel refreshing. That's exciting to me. Right. <clears throat>
0: And, yeah, and, that's it. and, like, I'm not going to, like, put words in Tom's mouth, but, like, a lot of times when I say something as a Tom-ass game, or, like, you say something as a Tommy-ass game, like, it, it is because he is constantly looking, it seems like he's constantly looking for, uh, like, games that have something different about them. Yeah. And and he has such, like, a mental catalog of them. Of course, it has to be different to be impressive to him. Yeah. So, like things like, you know, subsystem circular, uh, Nier automata, like things like there's not like even though I probably necessarily wouldn't have been drawn to the subsurface circular, like icon picture, I can't think of any other games. And I played a lot of visual novel games that work necessarily the same way that it does, nor hits the points that it does.
1: Yeah. So, you know, and I and and I think that there's like a lot to get out of that, you know, I think that when you actively seek out games like that, you probably get a bigger net return on your investment when it comes to, um, maybe not necessarily gameplay value, but like when it comes to, well, I'm experiencing this, I'm experiencing new things that I haven't experienced before. I feel like you get a bigger net return on your investment for that. As opposed to, well, I just got done playing, I just got done playing uh, Devil May Cry, so I'm gonna go play some Bayonetta you know and like i'm not saying that those two games are are the same but i feel like but they
0: they they, they are similar
1: yeah like i'll like,
0: ob- ob- obviously so they are very similar
1: right so and... like their like they, genres are established based on things within those genres sharing familiar traits so um you know i like there are characteristics of bayonetta that i can find devil may cry and vice versa um and so the concepts of each are familiar to me because of the other but... And
0: also, like, or someone like me, like, I it, I don't know. It takes a lot for me to, like, want to venture out a lot of my, my comfort zone when it comes to games. Obviously, I will. But, like, if it's me buying my own games, I'm going to buy comfort games for the most part. Every now and then I may, like, stumble upon accidentally something with a different, like, gameplay. But I'm, I'm normally not purposely looking for that. Or it's in a series that I already like. I, I don't know, I don't, like, I, not that I don't want to be adventurous, per se, but, like, I, I don't necessarily get the same, uh, like, thrill from it that I, and that goes, like, with most of the content or hobbies that I have.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so I think about, like, long-running series of video games, right, Um, and when I think about that, like, the one that comes to mind initially always is Final Fantasy, and I think that for a very long time, Final Fantasy games have followed a similar format. Like each time, you know, you know different games would introduce different like mechanics within the game like, or different activities within the game. But, at, but in my experience at their core, they involved uh, running around an overworld and then fighting guys with a menu-based combat system, right? um and then i think about like,
0: like
1: the, go ahead
0: there's also like the so when i think is like the final fantasy franchise i'm not thinking about just the number games um obviously we're but even with those there's the mmos i'm also yeah. thinking like the final fantasy theater uh, the, that rhythm yeah. one final fantasy tactics like thing it has the final fantasy name normally i will give a second look to because i know their work i know i've enjoyed the other things and I don't, and I have that security there where I feel like I'm going to enjoy it more because I know that I like these things. But of course, everybody has been disappointed, not necessarily with Final Fantasy, but like with that kind of like choices with your games or movies or whatever. But like, I don't know, it just my brain don't doesn't want to work a lot. Yeah. I just want that comfort.
1: <laughs> you know, like, I think about like so the two Final Fantasies that stick out in my mind the most a lot of the time are 12 and 15, specifically because. Of the numbered games, I feel like when we're talking about combat and exploration, those two feel the most different to me. And with a franchise that's as long running as that one, I just feel like that's I just feel like that's that's a new concept as far as like if if if, if your if your sphere of influence as far as video games are concerned is confined specifically to Final Fantasy. Then having these two things that are new and different, I feel like that would, that's more intriguing to me. But I think that also on the side, on the flip side, it's like, well, when you enter these, when you when you change things up so much, it's like, it was like, well, this isn't, this isn't Final Fantasy. This isn't what I want.
0: On there, it,
2: it, it's
0: yeah, not, it's,
1: it's not the same. Well, you're supposed to make it the same. So well,
0: we've talked about with other games, like you know, reboots or like a new edition, and people want more of the same, but also want something different. Yeah, can't please everybody. But I do feel like any, of course, people did not, uh, a lot of people did not like
1: uh 14, Thirteen? Uh well, th- uh, I, yeah, well, initially nobody liked the fourteen, and they had to fix it. But uh, people have a people shit on thirteen for reasons that I don't quite understand. Um, I don't really get uh, like. I know that there's a linearity to it that isn't across other Final Fantasy games, but Lightning is pink-haired cloud, so
0: yeah no so yeah 13 so like uh yet again goldfish memory but yeah no so 13 and then the 13 returns or whatever or yeah. like light, or lightning returns or whatever yeah, but yeah like I, like i mean, a lot of people shit on that because of the linearity and stuff like that and if, and also people did shit on the mmo it, but i t- tend to be the people who first play, played the first mmo is yeah. like where i've heard a lot of that complaints from and i guess fair y'all y'all are the crowd that would know it best mm-hmm. uh like, even with that, though, and then doing something different, like, I know, like, people are like, oh, well, like, linear isn't a good different one to go from open world, but I don't think, but it opened up, and I don't know, I do think that they have done different things throughout it, but I think that they've kept it obviously the same enough to where, as I would say as a whole, it's a good franchise.
1: Sure, sure. Um, I just think that, like, introducing new, like, new concepts to to something is a good way to, you know, keep it, at the very least, interesting um and it might you know and like i'm not saying that you're gonna like everybody has to like it but i think that people i think that like the way that i'm wired is i'm receptive i'm very receptive to established franchises doing something different if it means that if like there's if the possible end result is that it will re it will reinvigorate my interest in that property um which of
0: course is subjective, but yeah. I mean, but it makes but it makes sense if you're saying it from like your perspective, obviously. Yeah.
1: So like, and like I said, like you know, obviously, not everybody's gonna like th- the shit that I like. You know, that's that's just the way it works. But um, people should like the
0: shit that you like.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, I <laughs> I've gotten to the point where like I stopped giving a shit about whether or not people like what I like. Um, because that, because really- No, you should
0: go fight some people online. You should go, you should go fight some people online over it.
1: I don't know where <laughs> people find the time for that shit. Like, I was just, uh, I like, bef- like about an hour- They before.
0: don't play games.
1: Well, like, a, like about an hour before the show, right? Like, I, um, I was on Facebook and somebody had posted something about the, the Snyder cut of Justice League, right? And there were just, there's just d- people in the thread going back and forth about- Bless how- you. There's just people going back and forth in the thread about how much they, about, I love Zack Snyder, I hate Zack Snyder, and they're arguing about why Zack Snyder sucks, or why Zack Snyder doesn't suck, and it's like, where do you guys find the fucking time? Like, it doesn't change I, anything, you know? So. I,
0: and, I, and even then, that movie was not a good movie. I do not see how More Hours or the Snyder Cut is going to polish that into a good movie yeah but even... i love i love the dc but even then like but like re- but regardless of my own opinion um like if you're having fun conversation in those things because sometimes i do see or if you see people are just like arguing but some, but i do see like the heated ones i don't know if that thread was like a heated one where people are just being like stupid about it but i do think that there's something very fun about like arguing different points
1: well it's like
0: i mean podcast yeah <laughs>
1: Well, like you, can, you can very much tell when someone is trying to change your opinion about something, right? And like, if you like something, you can very much tell when that person is trying to get you to not like it anymore. Um,
0: oh, I've been, I've been, yeah. I just my brother after like episode five of Wandavision said that he did not like it,
1: mm-hmm. and I
0: was like up to episode eight out, and I was like, no, brother, like you have to like it. It's so good. <laughs> I'm definitely the opposite. I'm like, I'm like, no, it's good. Be hyped.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and and there was a time where I think I was like that too, but then I got to the point where I was like, I mean, whether they like it or not, like, I don't, I don't care, you know. Like, I like it, so then that's then that's enough for me. I don't need them to like it for me to be entertained by it. So,
0: well, I want I want people to like who like it that I can talk to in my life. I mean, Facebook and online fights are dumb, yeah. uh, Unless like you're bringing something new to the table in the discussion. But in real life, nah. I want, yeah. I want, I. If I like something, I want other people to be around me to be hype. I want to be surrounded by nothing but hype.
1: Sure. Um,
0: and I will make that happen.
1: I mean, eventually, you know, maybe you know, Sinead, Maybe you know, we'll we'll like something that each other likes. I don't know. We'll see.
0: I mean, did you watch One Division?
1: Uh, I don't have Disney Plus, friend. So.
0: Oh. We'll talk about that after the show. But you know, you
1: know what's funny though is that like I don't have I've never seen an episode of WandaVision, but I heard about Vision wearing a turtleneck in an episode and then Black Twitter went fucking nuts memeing him for wearing that turtleneck and like and like knowing nothing about like WandaVision or what happened on that show, like those memes have been making me laugh really hard. So.
0: Oh man! Since the finale just happened, uh, there's been some really, really good memes. It's been so. Uh, it's been. Uh, it's been. It's been a good day in. Uh, it's been a good week in meme land.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> uh. But yeah. Uh, but as far as this topic goes, um, do you have any closing thoughts?
1: Yeah. Um, do what you enjoy until you no longer enjoy it, and then find something else to like.
0: So That's y'all a... here, hear, folks, uh, it's now uh, the law of the land. Video games are fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, I, I have decided that video games are fun, so you're allowed to like them now.
0: Yeah. No, you don't have to pretend anymore. Yeah. Uh, no one's going to make fun of you or call you a, a, a nerd. If so, send, not send them my way. Send them Ryan's way. Well, here's the thing. I will, like, ta- I will take –
1: ta- <laughs> no, no one gives a shit about what? being called a nerd anymore. Everybody thinks it's cool now. Everybody thinks it's cool to be called a nerd now, so, like, nobody gives a shit. But I'm gonna. I'm so gonna you're saying I'm gonna turn nerd back into an insult that people that people hate. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make it happen.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna start like pantsing you and Tom and just yell nerd as I do it.
1: I can promise you that will end badly for you.
2: Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because,
1: because, because you are... got you got you got real long hair, Shanae, and I imagine that would that would lend <laughs> itself really well to a swirly. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I had to get all my hair chopped off. What happened? I Little school, I <laughs> came back, I like, and Tom's toilet is just, enti- like, entire rat's tail hanging out of yeah. the
1: toilet. Yeah. So, I have All met right, a, actually I down. I haven't met a toilet yet that I want my head inside of, so. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, um... You can find us on most podcast apps, such as, like, Podomatic, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes. We're on YouTube if you want to see beautiful faces. Uh, We have a Discord. We have an Instagram.
2: And mm, we love it. Bye, guys.
1: Bye, guys.